I'm Brent Musburger. This is your home for the Brian Hanks Show and the VSIN Sports Network. Bet on the Bull, WRNF's Kinston. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. Today is Friday, January the 26th in the year of the Lord 2024. This is Hour 2 of Episode 1010 of the big show uh and uh staying with us here uh, from our first hour visit paul whittington live with uh with baby levi in his arms uh from garner north carolina and then sitting across from me right now uh, the son of kinston uh scott whittington uh as we're gonna uh just uh, for the next couple of minutes we've got to talk some uh, carolina hurricanes and then we're gonna have uh tgif with ip he's gonna be joining us here in about five minutes or so perry tindall from uh, kinston high school the vikings have two big games between tonight and tomorrow, we'll be talking about him. Then we'll do the birthday game. So there you go, uh, Paul. Uh, we we and hey, listen. If you missed the first hour of today's show, well, first off, that's on you. You should have been listening. But if you want to uh, go back and listen to Paul and Scott and I talk about all this, and you can go to uh, uh, go to BrianHanks.com. You can listen to both of them there. You can uh, tune back in here on Bet on the Bull dot com at three o'clock or at two five two fox uh fox sports he's going to be playing both our hours of the show today so you can listen to it there okay got all that out of the way uh man i was beginning to worry about a hurricanes a little bit paul whittington uh <laughs> but two impressive wins i mean what uh two days ago uh, at Boston, one of the best teams in the NHL. Then last night, they hold off the New Jersey Devils uh, and win that game, too. Both uh, games, three to two scores. Man, our, our Canes, they're, they're, they're turning it on right here going into the All-Star break. They're, they're winning. They're, they're winning a lot, and, and that's what's important right now. Uh, and, and the good news is when you look at the standings, uh, they played the same number of games as the Rangers, and they're only two points back. Uh, Carolina seven two and one over the last ten. Rangers struggling a bit. They're uh, three five and two over the last ten. So they're turning it up. Uh, like you know, we've talked about this the last couple of weeks. The the special teams have gotten better. The power play, the penalty kill, those look great. Defense is finally gelling. I think they finally got their defensive pairings nailed down. Uh, with with Tony D'Angelo kind of being the odd man out right now on a nightly basis. Uh, Jalen Chatfield stepped up in a big way. We're getting production out of Jacob Slavin, uh, exactly what we needed to see there. And then on the uh, on the offense, uh, the forward group, uh, Sebastian Ajo putting together a, a lot of scoring. He had, he had a goal last night. Uh, he, he's got like a four or five game point streak going right now. Uh, things are trending in the right direction. And then, you know, the question mark still remains what's, what's happening between the pipes. But, you know, you got a great game last night out of Antiranta. You got first – First star honors on, on mom's night with the Carolina Hurricanes as all the players' moms were there. And uh, Ronta's mom got to join him on the bench for the postgame first star interview, which was really cool. Uh, but but they're turning it up when it matters most. Uh, they got one more game left in January. That's going to be Saturday at home against Arizona. And then they'll look toward the all-star break. And then we get into that final stretch uh, coming out of the all-star break going into February and then, and then March and the first week of April. Okay, so do oh, you God. think when they played that second oh, inning, Lord, guess who's taking over a uh, the mic? They were wearing was good enough, was shiny enough. I mean, I like the black better. 
but the red. You know, you know the, Brian, I, I went to uh, I went to how many listeners do I have dot com, and I just saw your numbers drop by about twenty percent. Well, you do know we're the number one show in uh, Canton, Lenore County, right? Not I heard, I heard something about that. There. Not. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you said the significant. See, no, but see, we bring in the the hot and sexy Linda Hanks. You That's know, me. hello. Which, by the way, dude, she got her. Uh, she I got her see Sunday. She got. No, she got well, her. Uh, I told you I'd give you a couple minutes in the second hour, and we've reached. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. No. Hey uh, Levi. Hey honey. Oh dear. Hey, sugar, God. sugar, sugar. I know you can't see him, and he can't hear you, but as soon as you said that, he smiled. Oh, he, he felt the positivity <laughs> he knew, there. He knew his grandma was here. <laughs> that is awesome. By the way, she got her license, her driver's license yesterday. It now says Linda Hanks on it, guys. Yes, Linda W. Hanks. Oh, wow. Yeah, oh, yeah this thing is real. It awesome. actually happened, y'all. Wow. <laughs> and they renewed it. It was due for renewal in June. And she went ahead and renewed it. All right. And I was like, oh, there you have it. Don't you ever do that. Anything you want to say to Levi before you go, Linda or Linda Hanks? Have a great day, sweet baby. Oh, dear God. Okay, I'm muting your mic now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye. Okay. Uh, okay, Paul, any, uh, thank you for the uh, hockey update. Any NASCAR updates? Well, again, we're, we're 23 days away from the Daytona 500. Uh, if you're a fan of racing, uh, there's going to be plenty of it this weekend as the, uh, the IMSA series, uh, which is a NASCAR property, uh, will hit Daytona International Speedway for the uh, Rolex 24 at Daytona. That starts on, on Friday. Give you something to watch before those conference championship games on Sunday. Uh, so a lot of racing this weekend. Next weekend, the, the clash at the Coliseum. Uh, not not much to to really update folks on. Uh, you know we've we're seeing paint schemes being unveiled, new sponsors being unveiled. Nothing nothing real major. Um, we're we're there. The season is pretty much here. We're uh, we're a week away from from racing at the LA Coliseum. So uh, it's just time to buckle up and and drop the green flag. I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, uh, from my lips to God's ears, I hope we're talking to you next week, Paul, here on the Brian Hanks Show, prepping the Baltimore Ravens for their Super Bowl against uh, the Detroit Lions, okay? One can only hope. Oh, there was just uh, one piece of breaking news. Uh, this will warm your heart out of uh, – so it, we might be the first one to break it, but Chase Elliott just smiled. i think we all know better than that paul whittington (laughs) thank you so much have fun at your party this weekend we will not well linda and i will not be able to be there i think scott you're going up though right yeah i I was about to call paul after this paul (laughs) i'll talk to you in a few minutes sounds good hey (laughs) well give me give me a little bit i gotta get work started but yeah yeah, yeah. hey paul thank you so much we'll talk to you next week buddy sounds good there you go. That's Paul Whittington uh, on the Brian Hanks show. Stay with me. You're not going to stay with me for the uh, IP interview? I was going to go. Okay. Yeah. Appreciate you having me on this morning. Hey, dude, you're the best, man. Thank yep. you so much. That is uh, Scott Whittington uh, who is signing off. We're going to get uh, – it's Friday, so it's TGIF with IP. Before we get him up here on the line, though, let me thank – you know what? Let us thank Woodman Life. I've had my life insurance with Woodman Life for 15 years. I could not be happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me, those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. The beauty of Woodman Life, though, is 
isn't just the peace of mind that I have with it, but that it's an organization that truly cares for our community is evidenced by its donations of American flags to every group, organization, church, or government agency that needs one here in eastern North Carolina. Thank you to Danny Rice. Thank you to Jared Edwards and Woodman Life for sponsoring the Brian Hank Show, one of our day one sponsors. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North in Kenston. That's beside Highland Furniture and across from Cell Automall. Also want to thank Spence Automotive. It's where I get my car service. It's absolutely positively where you should go to. Uh, located at 603 Plaza Boulevard in the old Firestone building next to the Piggly Wiggly and Big Lots. Uh, Spence Automotive is owned by our good friend, local sports writing legend Keith Spence, and is open Monday through Saturday at 7.30 a.m. Spence Automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires, too. Give Keith a call at Spence Automotive at 252-686-5011. The next time you need your car service, when you need new tires, and tell him the Brian Hanks Show sent you. And, heck, I'm doing it. Keith, I know you're listening right now. Uh, I need to come get my oil change, so I will be doing that. Probably not today, but early next week. So uh, do like I do. Uh, get uh, get all your car service done at Spence Automotive. Man, joining us on our Spence Automotive guest line right now, uh, one of the best players in uh, CIAA basketball right now. Uh, in fact, I'm, I, I'm from my lips to God's ears here, uh, Isaac Parson, I am predicting – you are going to be the uh, MVP, the player of the year for the CIAA. You've been doing it all season. I think it's going to happen. What do you think about that, dude? Um, that would be an honor, you know, but we're going to see. Well, I can tell you, you do know you got all of Kinston, all of Lenore County. Hell, you got all of uh, Eastern North Carolina behind you in that in that uh, in that uh, journey. Okay. Yes, sir. Well, very good. Well, I'll tell you what, let's uh, take a look back at this uh, past week's game. Man, we were uh, prepping, uh, and we'll start uh, chronologically here. Uh, last Saturday, you traveled down to Orangeburg, South Carolina, to take on Claflin University. Uh, uh, 87-68 uh, setback for you guys. What happened in that game uh, that uh, ended up with a loss there, IP? Um, what happened in that game was, no, we, we didn't come out ready from the jump and, and ready to execute. You know, um, like I said before, um, in the CIAA, um, it's, it's hard to win the road games because a lot of teams are, are, are good at home. So when you come to somebody else's place, you got to um, execute the scout uh, and, and just be ready to play from the beginning and not try to play catch-up at the end. Well, especially as tough as you guys have played all season, too. And, I mean, we've chronicled it here on TGIF with IP every Friday. Uh, every Friday, You guys have played well uh, all season long. It, how disappointing is it to you when you come out, uh, When you, especially like you said, when you go on the road, you know it's going to be a tough place, and you come out with a, a disappointment like that. Uh, how do you personally deal with that, IP? And how do you uh, lead your teammates uh, and, and get their spirits up? Um, how would I, how I deal with it? Um, you know, just coming back and practice the next day, just letting everybody know, um, it's in the past, but let's not forget, uh, who we are. You know what I'm saying? So we just got to stay consistent and next time we're going to be ready on the road. 
Well, I tell you what, a good bounce back for you guys on Wednesday as uh, you took on uh, Shaw University in Winston. I saw the pictures from there, dude. I tell you, before we even talk about the results of the game, IP, man, I, you guys haven't played a lot of home games this year. You guys have sort of been the road warriors all year. I think it was only like the fourth or fifth game you played at home all season. But, uh, again, I saw the pictures. I saw that uh, a sellout standing room only game on a Wednesday night in January. Man, that's got to put a smile on your face as you run out the tunnel or as you run out onto the court and start your warm-ups and everything to have uh, thousands of uh, your fellow Rams supporting you, doesn't it? Well, yes, sir, definitely. It was hot in there, man. It was slippery. <laughs> the ball was slippery. You know, it was a great atmosphere. How much does that help you? And, I mean, I remember your times here at Kinston and, you know, you leading uh, the Vikings uh, in front of packed houses and all that, and I know what it meant to you here. It's got to it's gotta be even probably even that much more special at the collegiate level, isn't it? Oh, yes, sir, definitely. You know, the crowd uh, plays a big part um, in the game, kind of sort of the six man. Um, so we try to use that to our advantage when we're playing at home. Well, a big 74 to 72 win over uh, one. Hey, I don't know. Uh, you know, we're going to talk Fable State here in a second. I don't know who your uh, your. I know a lot of these teams are your rivals. I don't know who your arch rivals are, but I got to figure Shaw's pretty high up on that list, aren't they? Uh, yes, sir. Um, I think they just got back in the south. They were in the north last year, but okay. uh, we played them twice this year now. Well, a big game for you uh, personally, a big game for your Rams, uh, 74-72 winners over Shaw. You end up with 10 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. I got to tell you, IP, I see a stat line like that. It makes me think uh, that, that triple-double is going to be coming up pretty soon here, isn't it? Yeah, I'm trying, I'm trying to give him one. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, I got to ask you this. One of the exciting things about your game, and, and again, dude, every single game that you play, uh, but we do the same thing. Let me, everybody knows this. For Amaji, we do the same thing. For Jeremy Dixon, too, you know, we give out your stats at the end of every game. But if there's been one place that I've noticed you have really improved in, and again, you've improved in all facets of your game, but it's been on the rebounding side. I mean, that's not something you expect from your point guard to get in there and get rebounds. How much, what has changed in your game so much IP that that has become a, a focal point of uh, of your game IP. Um, what changed is you know just listening to Coach Hill, um, what he preached every day. What else can you um, bring to the team besides a bucket, besides besides the crossover, besides the dunk? And I feel like I can provide defense and, and assisting the ball and rebounding. I got to ask you, you know, being a point guard on the team, and I remember playing a little bit of hoops, believe it or not, many, many, many years ago, but I was one of the littler guys too. Oh, uh, you know, with playing with bigger guys, do you ever pick on uh, like your centers and your forwards when you go, uh, <clears throat> guess who the leading rebounder was in the game this uh, tonight? It was uh, it was your point guard. Do you ever, uh, is there any uh, friendly smack talk between you and uh, your big guys on the court? Because you were, you were the leading rebounder for uh, the Rams on uh, Wednesday night? Uh, nah, not really. Maybe the next day in practice. I might talk a little jump to, uh, to Coach Hill because he's the big – I mean, not Coach Hill, Coach Rick because he's the big coach. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, he always on me about rebounding and stuff. So, yeah, I probably have a little talk with him. 
That's, that's, that's awesome. Okay, let's talk about the game itself. 74-72 win over Shaw University uh, in front of a packed house in uh, Winston-Salem. What were the keys to the victory uh, in that in that game on Wednesday, IP? Um, keys to the victory were, you know, our defensive stops um, and us just getting out of transition because we know that nobody can really run with us. And um, just stopping number – 11 and number 12. How, how important was it for you? Like I said, you know, you guys lost two of uh, three games going into that game. How important was it for you guys to come away with that victory against Shaw? Uh, it was very important for us to get this win against Shaw. Being that first, we just lost by 20 to Claflin. Um, second, um, it's a home game. And and like I said, in the CIAA, you want to try to win all your home games. You don't want to lose no no home games because it's hard to win on the road. So, yeah, this was a big game for us. Well, very good. Well, let's pivot from that to tomorrow. And I know I told you last week, doggone it, IP, I told you we were going to try to make it out to uh, uh, Fayetteville tomorrow for uh, your big, huge game at Fayetteville State. But doggone it, uh, Kenston is playing uh, uh, New Hanover tomorrow. Your little brother will be playing against a New Hanover, and the Kenston Vikings will be taking them on. And you know the deal, dude. I got to be on the mic for that game, so I hate that I'm going to miss that Fable State game. But uh, there's still going to be a pretty good contingent of fans down there from Kenston to see you play in that game. How big? You know, I was I, this. I was asking earlier about Shaw being one of your rivals. When you personally, you've now been a part of this program for so long at Winston-Salem State, if you were to rank your rivals in different categories, I mean that, you know, you absolutely want to beat them. That's the the arch rival that you want to beat more than anybody else. Who would be those teams in, like, say, one through three, one through four that uh, Winston-Salem State fans want to beat bad, that Isaac Parson and his teammates want to beat bad? Who are those arch rivals for Winston-Salem State? Um, probably the art Bible since I've been here. It's no typical order, uh, type of order. I'm going to just say Fayetteville, Livingstone, and Virginia. Okay, I, I missed that last one. You said Fayetteville, Livingstone, and who? Virginia Union. Virginia Union. Okay. Okay. Hey, you know it's going to be quite the atmosphere tomorrow, Fable State. Like I said, I had the honor uh, a couple of years ago to go to that game, and you we we had a a loud uh, we had a loud uh, Winston Salem State uh, contingent there for you, and a, a big Isaac Parson contingent and Jeremy Dixon contingent there for it too. But uh, how, how special is it to play? And I know it's your rival and all that, but how special is it to play a big CIAA game at Fayetteville State? Um, it's, it's very special. You know, it's not many times where we play somewhere and there's a crowd kind of like ours, and the gym is packed out like ours. And also, it's kind of special. Um, I used to live on the road, just like right up the street from Fayetteville State. I used to hoop in there. Uh, used to go to so many games there when I lived in Fayetteville with my mom. So, you know, it's kind of special to me. Well, very good. Well, uh, you've got that game. I'm not asking you to look past uh, tomorrow's game because that is a huge, huge game for the CIAA race. It's a huge game for uh, Winston-Salem State. But you get a chance at revenge against Johnson C. Smith on uh, Thursday uh, when they come to Winston to take you guys on. And, again, I'm not asking you to look past it, but I, there's got to be something, a little bit of something in the back of your mind that, hey, we, they're the ones that snapped our winning streak uh, a week or so, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, that, that's got to add a little uh, special uh, or maybe some uh, 
some fuel to the fire there a little bit. Am I wrong on that? Uh, no, sir. Uh, we, <laughs> you know, we're going to be ready. We're going to get up for that game for sure. Well, very good. Well, Isaac Parson, uh, Winston-Salem State University, our NIL visit here every week here, or every Friday on the Brian Hanks Show. I appreciate you joining us here. Uh, any word, you know, I've done this a couple of times, uh, a couple of big games for your alma mater, uh, Kenson Vikings are at South Florida tonight. And then, uh, that big new Hanover game that they play, uh, that, you know, you did it yourself every year or two. Uh, how special was that every year? I mean, you taking on a four, a team and new Hanover every year, uh, your memories of uh, that series, that Kenston new Hanover series every year. Um, you know, it's always a good game between us and them. Um, like it's a good it's a good game to see where we at and, and to make us better but you know half the time we, we always pull through so uh, I definitely got kissing in this game well very good uh, and I've got Winston-Salem State in tomorrow's game with Fayetteville State also listen IP Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Can't wait to talk to you next week as we talk. Uh, hey, from I, I, I'm going to speak it into existence here. Uh, after you sweep Fayetteville State and Johnson C. Smith, we'll talk next week, okay? Okay. All right, see you next week. <laughs> Thank you so much, IP. Uh-huh. Thank you. you go. That's Isaac Parson. TGIF with IP every Friday here on the Brian Hanks Show. Uh, again, our NIL visit with him. Uh, very much enjoy that uh, as we uh, get to pick his brain about stuff going on uh, with Winston-Salem State and uh, one of the candidates for CIAA Player of the Year. Okay, we're going to get uh, our good friend Perry Tindall up here on the line with us. As we, uh, we were just talking about Kenston High School and all the, uh, the two big games. They've got a big game tonight. It's uh, across, the, across the county as they will be taking on uh, South Lenore tonight. That's a big game right here in Lenore County. And then tomorrow over at Viking Gymnasium as they will be taking on uh, New Hanover in that annual game. They play against one of the uh, 4A basketball's best teams in the state of North Carolina. But uh, as we get uh, Coach Tindall up hey, here. Sorry, I missed your call. Uh-oh. Please leave me a message and I'll call you back. <laughs> I guess you know what that means. We've got to call uh, Coach Tindall back here. Uh, I tell you what, before we do that, though, let me uh, thank uh, – let's thank Arundel Parrot Academy. They are the largest independent non-sectarian college prep school in the region, located on a beautiful 80-acre campus right here in Kenston. Parrot Academy draws students from all over eastern North Carolina, including Kenston, Greenville, Snow Hill, uh, Goldsboro, and Jacksonville. Give them a call at 252 4222 or visit their beautiful campus at 1901 uh, Dobbs Farm Road right here in Kenston and joining us uh, let me get uh, everything squared away here joining us right now on our Spence Automotive guest line is a head basketball coach of those uh, Kenston Vikings uh, two big games uh, going on uh, starting tonight at South Lenora and Intra County rivalry as uh, the Vikings will be visiting the Blue Devils of South Lenore High School. And then tomorrow afternoon at Viking Gymnasium, it is going to be uh, just a slobber knocker tomorrow. I can't wait for that. New Hanover uh, coming into uh, Kenston to take on our Vikings. But Coach Perry Tindall joins us right now on our Spence Automotive Guest Line. How are you doing today, Coach? Good morning, Brian. I'm good, man. Good, man. Just getting the Friday morning rolling and uh, double games. It's always uh exciting time when you, you know, you get to this time of the year, we, we kind of 
always played New Hanover uh, either the third or the fourth Saturday of uh, of January, and so you know you just know you're getting kind of winding down the regular season, so to speak, and <clears throat> unique challenge ahead of us with a back to back tonight and tomorrow. Well, I can't wait. We're going to dive into the South Lenore game here in a moment. We're going to talk New Hanover here uh, a little bit after that. But I got to ask you, last night, you and I, we had the honor uh, of being at Rochelle Middle School last night as they took on Contentia Savannah. Anyway, Coach, I've already talked about the other stuff. We're not going to talk about any of that. I just want to talk about the basketball itself last night and the environment that took place last night. And goodness gracious, what a fun night uh, with – I mean, a packed-out house at Rochelle. It was sweaty. I've told people I had sweat running down my back. I had, uh, I mean, everybody in there uh, was loud. I tried to play. I even quit playing music because there was no reason to even play music or or announce anything because people weren't even paying attention to me anyway because they were enjoying the basketball. Tell people just how much fun that environment was last night at Rochelle, Coach. Yeah, man. Like, what what a special place. Uh, to play, and when you get it, when you get uh, a rivalry game like that, and you get it packed out, that place gets rocking and rolling. And um, I was very blessed to spend two years there, and um, just an awesome—you knew every game uh, was going to be intense in there because of the support. You know, it's a smaller gym, so it just feels that much more electric. And um, yeah, it was. It was fun to fun to watch and fun to see the, the you know the the kids competing out there um, up and up until you know it ended. But uh, yeah, it was it was really really neat to to be in there, and it's always just such an electric environment. Well, I was bragging on you, Coach, and Coach Fink and uh, Tigger and the other coaches that showed up. And I know I'm going to forget somebody, and I apologize for that. But it was crazy, especially when it got really hot in there. And every time the action, you were standing in one of the end zones, when the action was going away from you, <laughs> coming back up towards my end of the court, there, and I told people, there, it was almost surreal. There's Kenston High School head basketball coach Perry Tindall. Jackson Fink, uh, Tigger, other guys down on the floor, uh, down on the floor, wiping up sweat. That was one of the coolest things I've seen in a long, long time, coach. Yeah. You know, it was the floors were like, I don't think everybody understood the floors were literally sweating. And so <laughs> the, the humidity, the, the moisture was creeping out. You could almost see it. I mean, like feel it for sure. It was moving from the walls out onto the, the surface. And so, um, it was, it was, it was, I mean, it was just crazy when it gets like that. We've seen it in some of our games, um, you know, over the years and, um, uh, yeah, I mean, you just, you, you worry about the kids and, you know, the safety aspect because there was some slipping and sliding going on. So, I mean, honestly, you're just trying to, trying to help. There was no way you could stop it, but <laughs> just trying to help to, to enable them to play, um, until, you know, of course they, they, you know, had to make the, the decisions to, to, to do what they had to do. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, you want to help any, any time there's, you, you have the, the chance to help you, you want to do it. I just happened to, to be standing in a place and they brought those towels. And so we were able to try and do whatever we could to help them continue. 
Well, it's what I've said about you for years, Coach. I mean, service above self. I know that's a that's a rotary credo, but uh, it, it's something you demonstrate all the time, and you demonstrated it last night. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, just that, and the game itself, man. I mean, just Rochelle, as we all know. Well, I wanted to go back to the sweating court for a second. Were you on the coaching staff yet, or you might not have been when uh, Kenson played Goldsboro, and I think it was in the – in the 2004 range, maybe 2005 range? I was at Rochelle. Okay. I was at Rochelle. But you remember that, that game, yep. though, right? Yes, yes. And we yep. had the same thing happen at Kinston High School where we actually had to suspend the game because yep. – uh, and they made the mistake. I think that was a mistake that was made last night. They opened the doors. You never open the doors uh, and let air in there because all that's going to do is just – it makes it more humid in there. And even when I saw the doors open, I was like, no, don't do that. Yeah, well, it's interesting, though, because on one end, it was a cooler air. <laughs> and when they opened it on the one side, Brian, I'm not kidding you, where we were standing, it tacked right back up. But on the other side, I think the other side, the, the humidity was so bad. But I will say that the little crack on the uh, continuous Savannah side actually helped it. It was crazy because it was a cooler air coming in. and. I it but it, you, you you can't stop that stuff when yeah, it happens. Yeah. There's no there's no fast fix for it, and um, I know that it was you know those are just tough decisions because you got kids competing and they want to play, and um, you, you know you hate to have to postpone a game like that. It just throws everything off. But yeah, it was it was interesting, man. But you know, it's always when that happens, you know, it's it's because there's a lot of excitement, and a lot of people, and. Uh, really probably a very, very um, fun environment to be playing basketball. Uh, and let me tell you, and to be there as a fan, too, and be able to watch it, it was just – it just uh, – hey, my last question about that game last night, for you personally, being the head basketball coach at Kenston High School, that's got a – I don't know, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but it's got to put a smile on your face to see that, hey, here are these 7th and 8th graders that are going to be playing at – Kenston High School in a couple of years, or definitely on the JV team, but you know, three, four years from now, these are going to be the varsity teams at Kenston High School and at North North High School. Maybe a couple of kids go to South North, or whatever. You got to, you get to see a little bit of a taste of the future when you go to games like that, don't you, Coach? Oh, for sure. I mean, and, and you see these kids. I mean, you you can. I mean, that's the thing about Kenston. We always talk about is it's, it's just you see them coming up and. um you, you look at them and they got, I think, what, eight or nine uh, not seniors, but eighth graders. And so you see, and then the youth, the youth we have right now, I mean, I really have kind of described it as there's kind of a, a youth movement kind of coming through. And when you see those kids <laughs> that are about to step foot up here and, you know, the, the biggest thing is you just say, you know what, you want, you want kids that are ready to step up here and, and continue to, to make Kinston uh, basketball what it is and I think that there's no doubt that you have kids that are ready to do that you see them coming in our games and there's just uh an excitement and of course you know when I walk in there and you see the talent and the the ability that uh is on the floor you you, you there's no you, you can't help but be excited and and to look and say you know what these kids are these are the next torchbearers of of continuing what what this place has done uh over decades uh going back a long 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 time ago not just since uh the you know the the, the we were successful in winning state championships it was even long before before that what was created here and it just continues it's just a revolving door
and you're way, 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 way too humble to uh, say this, and you would never tell anybody this, but, Coach, you know, being the, uh, whatever, sports writer, sports uh, person, of histor- historian here of our neck of the woods, I'll remind everybody that uh, Perry Tindall was undefeated in his two seasons at uh, Rochelle Middle School. But we'll just leave we'll just leave that over here to the side, okay, Coach? Well, I, it's like <laughs> I've always said, if I if I lost the game, I should have been fired um, because <laughs> because the uh, the talent that I had. I mean, you're talking about uh, how awesome was it for me last night? You know, I, Josh Benoit came in, and Josh Benoit was a seventh grader. Uh, and his son is an eighth grader last night playing. So to see uh, Josh there um, and, and to be able to, to spend a little bit of, you know, communication with him and talk and then to look and see his son, who I remember being born, and to remember that I, you know, to, to have coached him um, as a seventh grader with Dory and Reggie. and um, I mean, you know, like that, that group was just a, an unbelievable group. And I think what – you know, like what was so special, not only that those kids were, were very, very talented, but the village around them was so united. Um, and that's one thing that um, is, I think, it's just, it's just sometimes goes, um, you know, sometimes we don't fully understand how powerful that is, is when everybody unites around the kids, it's very powerful. And when the voices that are uh pouring in are all encouraging and all unifying and not divisive. It is, uh, it's a very powerful thing that I think allows kids to just continue to flourish. And that was one thing that when you look at, at, at those kids had played together and they really um, just, it, you know, love, they were so cohesive and uh, it, it just was an awesome, awesome experience to be able to, to, to coach those kids and then to be able to move up with them in high school too. So I was, I was so blessed to be able to to spend six years with them uh, with regards to basketball and just uh, a a time period in my life that was very – it's something that I'll, I'll always remember. That is so awesome. Uh, that voice you listen to, that's Perry Tindall. He is the head basketball coach at Kenston High School, and he is our big interview today here on the Brian Hanks Show. As you know, UNC Lenore Healthcare is the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the show. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road, right here in Kenston, right in sight of Kenston High School for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. Let's not waste any time. Let's get right back to it with Perry Tindall. A big game tonight. Well, two big games here today and tomorrow as you'll be going across the county to take on uh, South Lenore. And I know a team, listen, uh, a team that's struggling a little bit. He's uh, he's lost several players since the beginning of the year. Uh, coach Zach Pierce, the uh, first-year head basketball coach at South Lenore. But what has impressed you with what you've seen in person with them and even on tape with the South Lenore Blue Devils, Coach? Well, I think, uh, you know, the first time we played them, they were missing some guys. Um, and so – I don't think that the first time we played is really indicative of uh, of their team um, because they were missing several key players, um, starters. And so um, I, I think that they are, you know, tonight's going to be way different than, than what we experienced on our home floor. Um, 
And so we've got to be ready. And anytime, I mean, it's just, it's no different than what I said just a second ago about continuing Savannah and uh, Rochelle, you know, us in North Lenore on Tuesday night, you know, South Lenore, Kinston. Um, there is, there's pride that, that gets involved because these are kids that see each other in uh, rec centers and in passing in the community and uh, playing, you know, <laughs> pick up and, you know, they know each other and, it's just something that when you when you when you add that to the equation, you know, you, you can throw records out, and you've got to be ready to to match uh, or exceed, you know, focus and energy and uh, enthusiasm. And so we know we're going to get their best shot tonight, um, and it's something that we've got to be prepared for mentally going into into the game. And uh, again, I think that we're going to see a different team than we saw the first time we played them. And, of course, it's a big uh, conference matchup, too, in the East Central 2A. That's going to be big. And then tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow, I got to tell you, I love this annual game, whether it's down in one of the uh, most historic gyms in uh, North Carolina down at uh, New Hanover or when they come up here to visit. It's special for you, too, isn't it, uh, Coach? I mean, taking on New Hanover every year. Yeah. Um, Kurt, you know, Kurt and I have always, you know, you can kind of bank on uh, the third or fourth uh, Saturday of January, we've just, we flip flop and we, we go there and he comes here and, uh, um, it's just, uh, it's always a, a good test. And, you know, uh, his team this year, I mean, there's a reason why they're undefeated and, and uh, number one in 4A East and, um, one of the top ranked 4A schools in, in the state, um, because he is, he's got extremely good guard play. Um, and he's got good size. He's just, it's a very, very balanced basketball team, um, that's very well coached and they've grown. And I, you know, I, I look and I, you know, the excitement is he two years ago, um, he started two, two guards, two freshman guards and, you know, they were learning on the go and, uh, you knew that they were going to be good. And here they are as juniors and you see how much they've, uh, developed and, and understand the game and you know it's kind of you look at, at our roster and we've got three freshmen playing and um you know they're they're they've been fantastic with being coachable and, and learning and kind of picking up you know a lot of what we're trying to do and just growing as as you know as they come in and as 15 you know 15 year olds competing against you know seniors it, it's tough and there's there's moments of uh of learning that are you know, can be a little bit difficult, but it's uh, it's kind of like you look at, at New Hanover and you say, you know what, I, I saw those kids as freshmen and you said you knew they were going to be good. And then you look at the balance that we have of, of our upperclassmen and then our youth. And then, of course, what we talked about earlier, the youth is coming and you just see how it's going to continue to build. And um, we've got a unique challenge, man. Like there is uh, <laughs> there's no doubt about it. It'll be it'll be the, the toughest uh, matchup we will uh we will have seen uh to date coach i i'll admit to you i didn't even know they were undefeated until you just said that and i pulled it up on max preps their closest game since the first of the year so what uh seven or eight games uh has been 27 point or 22 points i mean they have rolled yeah. pa and they've rolled past some good teams too they beat holly springs who's good uh they beat panther creek i mean their closest game this year coaches against clayton and clayton's a really good team i mean that is uh Whew, that's going to be yeah, I mean, the matchup tomorrow, yep. isn't it? Yeah, the Millbrook, <clears throat> the Millbrook game was a close one, but yep, Millbrook yep. every year is going to be tough. And yeah, I mean, there's 
look, there, there, um, there's not many kinks in the, in the armor. Um, I mean, they're, they are just extremely well-rounded. You know, you look and you're six, 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 five, six, seven, <laughs> and then, you know, two, two guards that, I mean, and, and even guards coming off the bench, you know, but they're two guards, literally, I, I mean, they, I watched them as freshmen and here they are. Um, and they are, you know, they defend extremely well and, you know, they've, they've understand, understanding the game better. I mean, he's, he's doing a lot of stuff now with them and they've become more complex and, you know, just a solid team. There's no doubt about it. I can't praise them enough. And we know we're going to have, uh, you know, we're going to have to, to be, uh, we're about to play really, really well on Saturday. Well, very good. Well, listen, well, again, it starts tonight at South Nora as the Kinston Vikings travel down to deep run <laughs> and an East central two way showdown. And then tomorrow against new Hanover coach, I, you're so generous with your time. I really do appreciate you uh, joining us here this morning. Good luck tonight against South Norm. We'll see you tomorrow at uh, at Viking Gymnasium, sir. Yeah, Brian. And look, I wanted to plug real quick. I just wanted to give a shout out to UNC Lenore too. You know, over Thanksgiving, I battled the flu and got dehydrated and had to spend a little time in there. And I just the care and the the attention was was really incredible. And I, it would be, I'd be, you know, it wouldn't. Wouldn't be a good thing if I didn't mention that, especially if they sponsor your show. Um, <laughs> just the the care and, and uh, attention that they gave they gave me, so I'm very appreciative and uh, of, of what they do. Hey, they're sponsoring your visit right now. I love it, Coach Perry Tindall. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow, sir. Sounds good. Thanks, Brian. There you go. That's Perry Tindall, head basketball coach at Kansas. Let's get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game. We'll wrap up the Friday, January 26th edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. Today is Friday, January the 26th in the year of the Lord 2024. It is time to play the birthday game. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. It's that game we play uh, every day on the Brian Hanks Show of the number one ranked Brian Hanks Show. Uh, with my dear friend. We put the stank in rank. Back to you, Brian. <laughs> yes, we do. That was John Dawson. Yeah. You say something funny, Jonathan Massey. I I'm not funny. I, I'm just, I, I don't have a, a funny bone in my body. I've never once said Not even anything. in college? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Hey, it's, uh, it's the weekend. Uh, what are you guys going to be doing this weekend over there? We'll start with you, John Dawson. Well, we had a lot of rehearsals last weekend. This weekend, I'm hoping to be close to home and, uh, some of those projects that I don't want to talk about because they might not happen. They've gone, originally it was like a 5% chance it would happen. Then it went down to a 1% chance. Now we're back up to about an 18% chance. Okay. So I'm just working on that kind of stuff. The term I was given was, I'm interested, let's keep the dialogue open. Okay. So that's that's good. I, that's better, hey, that's than, better than no. It's better than no. Absolutely. Uh, Jonathan Massey, uh, I know you hear no a lot around your house. Uh, how, what is your weekend uh, scheduled to be it's like? It's on a sign over the door. <laughs> what you got planned this weekend over there, Jonathan Massey? Hey, it really depends on what uh, Miss Dawson and Miss Hanks are doing. <laughs> hey, hey, wait a minute. Why I oughta. Why I oughta indeed. So in short, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. 
Well played. <laughs> Disgusting, but funny. Okay. And, and uh, if you're wondering, I'm the Arby's of that situation. God. He had, I know what you're talking about with me. It's a good joke. It's perfect. You just let it go, and then you just go a step too far. That's when you get out the scissors. That's what I do, isn't it? I mean, I take things too far. But you're also driving the plane, so yeah. you, you, you got a double-edged sword Yeah, there. so you don't have a, an excuse over there, Jonathan. Yeah, I, I take it where I can get it. There you go. Hey. Anyway. The I, jokes. Yeah, he's out at old folks' homes. Yeah, 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 yeah. John Dawson, you won yesterday. It is your responsibility. Nay, it is your honor. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, tell us about Goico Technology Service Provider. Uh, uh, Jacques Pasolek down at Goeco Technology Service Provider sponsors this segment. And in case you haven't heard, this is the number one morning show. In morning La- show in Lenore in County, Lenore North County Carolina. Radio, be it AM, FM, QM, shortwave, uh, smoke signal, whatever. Burlesque we- show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> widening the circle. <laughs> We are number one, and a good <laughs> a good reason we're number one is that Jonathan Massey's over here feigning having a child. But a good reason we're number one is, that is what jo- you were doing? Jock Passeleg sponsors this segment, and God bless him for sponsoring this segment because he's the only one who had the foresight to realize this was a rocket, and he wanted to grab onto it and take his business to the stratosphere, which is what he'll do to your business if you go see him back to you, Brian. I love it. Jonathan Massey. Yes. How do you, when you call, when you uh, drunk called Jacques Passleg, uh, you know, late night Friday. You all right over there, John? Keep it well, you're on late night Friday nights, you know, after you've had one too many apple ciders. Uh, what's the number that you call? Uh... I pick up the phone usually after about 18 bush lattes, a couple <laughs> bourbon drinks, and about two toots of uh, Kurt Blocane. And, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you call? 252-252-286-286-53-53-54. After about six wrong numbers. <laughs> and, then, uh, and, if, and if he doesn't pick up the phone, which is understandable, I just visit his website at goeconc.com or what is goeco.com. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, that is, uh, he is our proud sponsor. I tell you what, man. Well, I don't know about now, but he was. <laughs> mm. He's one half of this band. George Michael or Andrew Ridgely? Andrew Ridgely. Yeah. Today is his birthday, dude. I. Listen, unapologetically, even in their heyday, I was a huge Wham fan. Why is it not loud? It was a catchy tune, and and I was I loved it until I saw the video. The video took me a little aback. I'm trying to remember the video. Incredibly short shorts. (laughs) On the dudes or the women? On the dudes. Oh, like. I mean, like you could Grossly tell people's re- you could tell people's religion by how short they were. <laughs> oh, God. So. oh, I got that. Yeah. That took me. That. See, those are the best jokes when it takes you, you know, two point three seconds to get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm leaving that one right there. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> but right I, on the it, blade. It, okay. <laughs> it is a great song. It it's is. a great song. They had a lot of great songs. Yep. That, that video. Holy Lord. <laughs> that was scarier than anything on Headbangers Ball. There you go. If Andrew, you get my drift. I d- ah, Andrew Ridgely from Wham. I, and listen, George Michael, I still think one of the, sorry, one of the great talents of our time, dude. 
Yeah, as far as pop music goes, yeah. he was very good at it. Very good. Andrew Ridgely, how old is he today, John Dawson? Crazy when you act so cool. Let's not fight. Brian, what? I can't think if you're going to. I was do singing it. to Jonathan. He you was know, enjoying it. Look you know at why it. they recorded this, right? So I wouldn't have there to. There you go. Yeah. Also, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> brother, you, you didn't. weren't enjoying it. <laughs> oh, man. 62. You say 62. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? This was in. Talladega Nights, right before, uh, what was uh, John C. Riley's character? Yeah, yeah. Right before he was going to put the pillow over uh, Ricky Bobby's <laughs> face, he was singing Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. You're right. He absolutely was, <clears throat> yeah. I know the, where this phrase came from. You want to know why I know? Because I used to listen to American Top 40 and Casey Kasem, it was actually Dick Clark, no, Casey Kasem would tell little stories. And George Michael's mom said, used to write a note on the refrigerator that said, wake me up, up before you go, go. Oh, man. Now, what that means, who knows? Uh, who knows, but I like it. What a good story. Mm. I like it. Not really. I was killing time. <laughs> Did you make it up? <laughs> huh? No, I didn't make it up. Oh, okay, he actually okay, said okay. that. I like that. He said, what'd you say? I don't remember. Oh, 62. He said 62. You say? 63. Ah, if you'd gone the other I way, you'd 61. have been perfect. <laughs> he was born January 26, 1963, so he's 61 today. So congratulations, John Dawson. You get that one. Uh, you lead one to nothing. Booth. <laughs> I know you like this next guy, Jonathan Massey. I'm not so sure. We've not really talked about him, I don't think, that much. But I love him to death. One of baseball's great storytellers, one of his – uh, one of baseball's great, uh, I wouldn't say comedians, but definitely comic minds who not afraid to take shots at himself. Bob Euchre? How do you know Bob Euchre? Yes, I Bob know Bob Euchre. All those commercials in the movie. Yeah, yeah okay. Artie well. Lang used to talk about him on Stern all the time. So they would be up in the booth with him, and he would turn off. He would say, uh, Clemenza has his uh, one and two. He's up at the plate, and he'd turn off the mic, and he'd say, look at that blonde over there. Then go back to calling the game, turn the <laughs> mic off. Man, look at that woman over there. You know, and just. I love Bob Euchre. And he man. had like a cooler with beer up there in the booth with him. Yeah. Well, I, those I, are the good honestly, old days, okay? I honestly think he wasn't too dissimilar from his character in Major League. Yeah. The, hey, the team's doing bad. He's just getting hammered He used drunk. to go on Johnny Carson and kill doing panel with Johnny. He was just hysterical. Uh, I guess his, I didn't uh, realize that. His Hall of Fame acceptance speech was awesome. Yeah. He went in as a broadcaster, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't as a, he, would, he would even tell you. Wasn't as a player. Yep. That's it. Bob Euchre uh, sitting in the front row. Must be in the front row. I just remember that was his. Oh, gosh. When just he a bit White. outside. Yeah, just a bit outside. Oh, man. 83? You say 83. What do you say, John Dawson? 84. He was born January 26, 1934. He is 90 years old today, guys. Gosh. How about that? And you take a two-to-nothing lead there, uh, John Dawson. Okay. If I say, this is going to be a fun little test here for us. Uh, if I said the best dunker, I'm not saying the best player in uh, NBA history or basketball history, but this guy would definitely be in the top five. So I want to see what you guys, who you guys say. Best dunker in your opinion, John Dawson. I haven't watched since Jordan played, so is that going to have much yeah, to handicap? Yeah, so it's after bit. Jordan. A little bit after Jordan. But, but no, who is your best? See, I'd say Dominique Wilkins. I Dominique would think Wilkins Dominique Wilkins, Dr. J, Michael Jordan. Vince wow. Carter. 
Vince Carter. That's whose birthday it is today. But Vince Carter has to be in the conversation. Well, when he dunked over that seven-foot-one guy in the Olympics. Yeah. I and mean, I, mean, I mean, the only time dunks impress me is if you're down there and you got 28 guys around you and you just rise up through them and do it. When you're doing it open court, it's not that you're nine feet tall. It's not like you're curing cancer. Uh, Vince Carter's not nine feet tall, though. Vince Carter's, what, 6'4"? How tall is it? I'm going to find out. No. <clears throat> so the one that I'm talking about, he jumped over, I mean, over a guy that was like a little over seven, seven foot tall. Yeah. Okay. Vince Carter's 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. So... But, yeah, a dunk means something to me, like when Jordan would, you know, do it over nine people or have yeah. eight people. Or, that's when it and means And they're trying something. to foul him and all the whole – Or when they're thing. hacking them to death. Yeah. That's when a dunk means something. But if you're open court, wide open, it's people – they just scream like they've cured or discovered a planet. See, Vince Carter that. came along at the right time. It was, it was at the tail end of when they would let people get away with murder. Mm-hmm. So he was still going up against that physicality. Mm-hmm. But the athleticism in the league was – well, it did get to a point where it was like watching a football game. It was it got to be a little yeah. much. Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, dude, I, you know me. I'm no Carolina fan. We all know that. But I respected the heck out of him as a dunker. I mean, Vince Carter just – he just raised – he hit his head on the rim one time. <laughs> That's a true story. How good of a jumper are you? Dude, you know, he played until – well, I don't want to give away his age here, but he played a lot longer than a lot of people and was still dunking into his 40s. Okay. Yeah. Jordan couldn't even do that. He wasn't uh, dunking it. Oh, well, yeah, maybe he was. Yeah. I mean, he could probably dunk now. <laughs> he's got to be 60-something. He could probably. you got to think of who you talk. He's, that is true. He is God. Half, he's half demonic. Yeah, that, that's true. Vince Carter over there, John Dawson. How old is he today? I don't have a clue. Um, Forty-five. You say forty-five. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? I know he played in four different decades because he retired post-COVID year. He played in the nineties, the two thousand twenty tens, and the twenty twenties. Um, so if you I just lost my train of thought. Hold on. Choo-choo. <laughs> yeah, I know. He said 45. You say? 46. Uh, you're closer. He was born January 26, 1977. So he he's 47 today. But you're right, dude. He played till he was 44 years old and was still dunking at 44 years old, dude. I mean, not, you know, his behind the back, all that kind of stuff, but was still flushing it. I mean, he, he was amazing. So congratulations, Jonathan Massey. You get that. It's now two to one. We've got a couple of uh, people who have passed away here. And, I uh, mean, this first one. We've actually talked about this before. In fact, we probably did his birthday. I'm sure we did his birthday last year because uh, because I love him so much, man. But he passed away in 2020. Anton LaVey? What? I don't know who that is. Okay. I'm sure it's someone that would question my my uh, whatever, man. I've got to find. You know what? I'm going to play a song I want to hear. I'm not playing what you want to hear over there, John Dawson, because I'm sure I'll get it wrong. I don't even care. I know you're, what you're going to say, but. That's a great song. That's Van Halen. It is Van Halen. He passed away in 2020, the lead guitarist. Oh, Eddie Van Halen. I can't even explain it, man. Maybe it's because we're hitting that age or whatever where our heroes are dying, you know. It was bad enough when Prince. Well, he had some substance. So he, he, he helped it along. Oh, I know, but, you know. As I, did Prince. I know, as did Tom Petty. I was about to say yeah. Tom Petty. And 
you know, but man, there was just Eddie Van Halen. Help me here, dude. Eddie Van Halen was cool. Yeah. Was he not? I mean, dude, in fact, if I think of the coolest rockers. Well, well the thing about him was he was a superstar, but he was actually talented. He would, you Now, if you if you look decent in a mid-drift shirt, you would become a star. But this guy was like, you know, arguably like the Beethoven of the modern era. And if, you do, if you don't like that style of music, you have to admit he was incredible. Yeah. And what's cool is... Um, you know, when da with David Lee Roth, they could kind of do one style of music, and then when they got with uh, Sammy Hagar, it he could actually write melodies and write, write different kinds of music, so he got to open up a little bit. Yeah. It hit me. Like I said, it hit me pretty hard when Eddie Van Halen died a few years ago. God, I guess now almost four years ago. Can you believe it's been four years since Eddie Van Halen yeah. died? Yeah. Van? I, oh, saw him, I saw him twice. Did you? Yeah. I never saw him. I never got to see Van Halen. One of my favorite songs is uh, Dreams. Oh, yeah. You Such want me to play that? Sure. Same album. Yep. Oh. Well, that's a keyboard right there. but He's playing a guitar in, on the left. It's a guitar and a keyboard. You don't hear that guitar? Yeah. Okay. He's doubling it. Man. Eddie Van Halen, man. Uh, Jonathan Massey. How old would he be today if he were still alive? 66. You say 66. John Dawson. 67. He was born. Uh, what's the score right now? How many birthdays are we in? Uh, this is the fourth one. Shoot. Who got uh, Andrew Ridgely? He did. Who got Bob Euchre? He did. So it's two, oh, it's two to one then. Okay. Uh, so you said 67. What do you say? I said 66. 66, and you said 67. He was born uh, January 26, 1955. He would be 69 today if he were still alive. So, uh, God, what a great song. See, with old Diamond Dave, they that. couldn't do this because he can't sing that. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. Uh, can I keep his playing underneath or should I turn it all the way down? Just turn it way down. I'll allow it since it is such a great song. There you go. Uh, well, you've already clinched today, John Dawson. Boo. Uh, three to one, uh, which leads to our last birthday here. Man, there's no – he's up now. It's eight days to six. There's only three days left. There's no way you can lose this, John Dawson. Is there, Jonathan Mann? See if you can lose this. <laughs> there you go. Hey, uh, another dead person, one of the great actors of all time, Paul Newman. He passed away in 2008. Yeah. How old would Paul Newman be if he were alive today, Jonathan? Letterman's Very first awesome. night in the new studio when they moved to CBS. The studio was on Broadway, and they look out in the audience, and um, Paul Newman is in the audience, and he stands up, and people are going crazy. You know, it's on Broadway. And they've, they, the, the applause finally dies down, and he's looking at his ticket, and Paul Newman says, where the hell are the singing cats? <laughs> <laughs> he wandered into the wrong theater. That's awesome. Uh, That's he awesome. would be... Like I said, he died in 2008, so that's 16 years ago. Great salad dressings. Great salad dressings. All yeah. good to charity. Yep. 96. You say 96. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 97. He was born January 26, 1925, so he'd be 99 today. Mm. about that? Who got that? I did. You did? It doesn't matter because John <coughs> Dawson had already clinched the day. Well aware. Congratulations. <laughs> what did you say? Well, well aware. aware. <laughs> well aware. Uh, you lead eight days to six now, John Dawson. Yeah. 
That's, that's what amazing. dreams are made of. That's Brian. what dreams are made of. Hey, today is Scott Crocker's birthday. He listens to every show we do. Bless Great his heart. Guy. Is that some kind of community service? What is that? <laughs> no, he's you know one, Scott, don't you? He's yeah. one of the guys you broke into his car and broke the radio. Broke the radio. That's, that's right. what it was. That's what My it was. My bad, dog. <laughs> so thank you, Scott, for uh, listening even <laughs> against your will. I love him to death, man. And, and every time he sees me, he says something about the show. Uh, he's a heart. community leader, and he listens to this show. Uh, keeping tabs I believe on the problem. children are our future. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, today is also, y'all saw her at the wedding, my beautiful niece, Kara. Today is her oh, birthday. Yeah. Say something nice, Jonathan Massey, to my beautiful niece. I'm sorry, Brian's your <laughs> uncle. <laughs> I guess I'll qualify that as nice. And also, uh, Lincolnton legend when I was in Western North Carolina, Kenneth Hoyle, today is his birthday. So if today's your birthday, like Kenneth Hoyle, Kara Hanks, my beautiful, beautiful niece, Scott Crocker, the great Scott Crocker, uh, Eddie Van Halen. Anyway, uh, then have a great uh, day. Have a great birthday. Have a great weekend. We will see you on Monday on the birthday game presented by Goeco Technology Service Provider. And we will see you Monday on the Brian Hanks Show. Have a great weekend.